It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shoei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Today on Locked On Rockies, turns out we aren't going to have to deal with 12 years of Carlos Correa. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock On Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast. For today, the 21st day of December in the year 2022, I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, you are in the right spot, because that's what we do around here, is talk about the purple pinstripes. I am your Rockies fan extraordinaire. been following this team my entire life, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk for a couple of seasons and some change. Uh, today on the Locked On Rockies podcast, there's really the big news that we have to talk about, the shocking development of Carlos Correa not ending up with the Giants. The press conference is delayed, a failed physical, and the New York Mets come in and swoop him up. He takes a pay cut to go to New York, still gets the same length, though, and uh, wow. Right? I mean, who who would have thought? Who would have thought that in this offseason of, of all these teams that should have made moves, and there's other teams other than the Rockies that, that, that people are, are, are going after for not trying to make moves, uh, and, and or, or maybe some people, are, and, and teams that are going all in on the opposite side. I mean, it's, it's the two ends of the zone. The Giants tried to be that team going all in. I mean, to go after... And land one, basically, the one of the two biggest free agents in this free agent class, only to lose him. This reshapes things in the NL West. For the Rockies, it's probably not going to mean too much. It means the Rockies are going to have one less superstar player to play against, and the Giants will be a little bit more beatable than they have this year. The Rockies have to prove that they can beat any Giants team consistently before we can sit here and jump for joy and and all these things. Now, for the rest of the NL West, the, the door is so wide open for the Padres in the division. If the Padres don't if he if the Padres don't dominate this year if they don't take full the, the Dodgers are going to be great let, let let let's let's be clear but the but the Padres beat that Dodgers team and the the Dodgers have lost pieces I mean the, the Rockies don't have to deal with Justin Turner anymore Th- praise 
I mean, there are some names that have pestered the Rockies, and Carlos Correa was going to add his name to that list of people that were going to, I think, pester the Rockies. So, yes, that benefits that, but for other teams in the NL West, this is a huge turning point for them. I mean, again, the Padres have been active. The Padres have made moves. They will be active. The Dodgers will continue to do more, and the Dodgers have a farm system to trade pieces. But man, oh man, San Francisco's in a tough, tough spot. I mean, I mean, they they have an interesting roster. They had the really successful season the other day. They have these vets. I mean, they are looking for the Carlos Correa. This was going to be really the thing that was going to to reinvigorate. I think on a broader scale, on the bigger picture, the Giants. I think a lot of people. Oftentimes, the Giants fly under the radar. We in the NL West, we see the Giants so much, I think you can kind of keep it in your mind a little bit more about how good the Giants have had have been and how sneaky good that team can usually be. But what's interesting, though, is that the Giants were trying to go for it and buying in, and, 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 and they've been making some moves. And this comes at a time when the Rockies stood have, have stood on the sidelines of the big move. The Rockies make the big move last year in kind of a, I, I, I don't know, maybe the, it's not in the same way, but but kind of in the same way of what the Giants were doing. The Giants really were trying to bring in the superstar. I mean, they were confident in their roster. They were confident in what they had. And then they wanted to bring in the superstar who was to kind of pick up for everything and, and, and help this team get over the hump. Now, the Giants were a little further along in terms of a better product on the field, and the Rockies were when you add in someone like Chris Bryant. And, of course, Chris Bryant doesn't doesn't play last season, so we don't truly know. But, man, if the rest of the division is willing to make these moves, and I guess you can say the Rockies, since they made the Chris Bryant move, are, you're going to have to keep up. You're going to have to eventually keep it. If it, you're going to either have to become so good at generating and developing talent that you always have a farm system that can compete and you can and, and count on in the future slash use to trade to help your team. Because if the Rockies are just going to sit and make the safe, easy moves in a free agency period that a bunch of people were getting in on the action and a lot of money was being spent, to be totally honest. That's not going to work out all the time. The Rockies are going to have a harder time fighting through three teams that are willing to buy in and, and spend big on their teams. Now, will and the, the Diamondbacks could shift around. I don't think the Diamondbacks have nearly the uh, amount of uh, consistency as the uh, as the Rockies, I'm sorry, not consistency. The uh, market share, the resources that these other teams do. I mean, remember that we're competing with three California teams uh, here for the this division and and market size. You'd think that them being in a state that has multiple markets in it that would be imp- that would get in the way, but clearly not. So the the Diamondbacks might not take the same philosophy, but the Diamondbacks have built interesting rosters before and have shown in the past that they're willing to make a couple of big moves. 
The Rockies are just going to have to truly commit to one to, to a form of their identity. They're going to have to really buy into this draft and develop mindset and really churn out great prospects. And they've had some good success with some good prospects for sure. But you got to be great because you need to have enough of those prospects and enough of that depth to get in and be competitive with teams like the Dodgers and the Padres. And now as the Giants have shown us, the teams that are willing to go out and get the best available names in free agency. Um, and so we'll see, we'll see what that kind of means. I, I want to kind of elaborate on that a little bit. And I kind of want to elaborate on the Rockies actions this off season. Honestly, aren't are kind of makes sense. And it, it's as much as there were kind of some slam dunks that the Rockies missed out on missing out on them. Isn't the end of the world. It's just a matter of if the Rockies truly want to embrace that and uh, we'll talk about that next after we tell you about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. They got pro football, they got college bowl season, they got everything, even the esports. If you want to get in on all sorts of betting action, future bets, prop bets, Whatever type of bets, they got it all at betonline.net. They got sports podcasts, too, if you want to find those at BetOnline. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about betonline.net. That's BetOnline, BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, folks. We are talking about... Correa going to the Mets philosophies and kind of the offseason approach from from the teams and the Rockies the it's great that the Rockies haven't done nothing and they haven't done anything super splash worthy but this is a good sign I mean I guess because this truly is a year and and maybe there won't maybe the the next year's free agent class won't be as enticing but with all these high-level free agents, you are you would be committing a lot of money. Imagine if Nolan Arenado opted out. I mean, imagine if uh, you know you know if 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 Trevor Story was a free agent this year. I mean, there's the the amount of ludicrous money being handed out is kind of crazy. But it's also that there these players. I mean, that's the point of owning a team. This is my big thing, and why. I don't think the Mets spending a bunch of money and, and, and is really that is is the bad thing is the issue. It's the other ultra wealthy people that own baseball teams that aren't willing to do what Steve Cohen is doing. If you have if you own a team, if you have enough wealth, if you and especially a team that has success on the business side, and that is very relevant for the Rockies. I bring this up a lot. But if you run a professional sports team, if you own a professional sports team, money, I mean, that is your whole thing. It's money. It's, 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 it's transactions. It's developing and building the, the brand and the value and increasing the value. And I really think if you show a willingness to pay players, the value of your organization increases because not only does it make it a more enticing product on the field for fans to watch, but it makes it more enticing for players to go there and be more interested in continuing that cycle. The Rockies would have made a huge splash if, in terms of 
themselves and and the identity and just the perception of them if you sign Cody Bellinger, if you're aggressive in going out there and signing Cody Bellinger, if you're going to do it once with Chris Bryant, why are you not doing it again? You need to spend money. At some point, the, you, you, the Montforts are going to have to spend more money to win the World Series, to get to the playoffs, to win the National League West. The Montforts are going to have to pay more money than they want to. They are going to have to do more things than they really want to do to build that winning team. It's just, look at what what we've seen. The Red Sox went all in to break the curse. The Cubs went all in to break the curse. The Mets are going all in to win the championship. And it pays off to do so. The Red Sox are incredibly relevant. They might they might be a team of streakiness. The, the, the one Boston team that's really kind of been more streaky than the others in my lifetime. But multiple championships in the past 20 to 30 years. And it all kind of... And it started... With building and buying into a team with really with a ton of great pieces and going all in. What has it done for the Red Sox? Multiple playoff appearances after multiple World Series. It's worked for teams. It's kind of why you sit there and you scratch your head and you wonder why what's going on in Seattle to not do more. I mean, they may they get the Colton Wong, they do some stuff, but why aren't the Mariners going out and saying, we want to build into this team. If it, it, it's it, and it circles back to the Rockies. Why didn't the Rockies go all in after 2018? They said this team right here is good enough to get to the divisional round of the playoffs. Why would you not look into every possible option and buy in the most into that team, the team that has already done it? That's what these owners are doing. That's what good ownership does. It, it's it's never your money, folks. You don't need to worry about how much money the, the owners are paying these players because it's not yours. You can criticize year and commitment, but in a sport with no salary cap, you can't really sit there and say that the amount of money they pay someone is getting in the way because clearly to, to owners like Steve Cohen, it doesn't matter. He will pay the money. He is willing to spend what gonna be five hundred million over the tax and and there's, there's all these other numbers. But if you're willing to do, if the if the Rockies have shown their willingness to do it two times in the past five years, basically with the extension of Nolan Arenado and the signing of Chris Bryant, this team is willing to put up money for talent, and those are two talented players, but. Why are they not doing it when they've when they when they've when they've seen it when they've done it before? So this year it's kind of okay that the Rockies aren't doing that. The Rockies are looking ahead, I think, and we can I can safely say that the Rockies not doing much this free agency period and missing out on the big name free agents isn't a bad thing. The Colorado Rockies are not going to be good next year. I saw a graph thing. I think it was fan graphs. Uh, 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 projections have the Rockies as the worst team in baseball next year. The Rockies aren't going to be the worst team in baseball next year either. If they haven't, if they weren't the worst team in baseball last year, they will not be the worst team in baseball this year. They're going to win 72 games at the most probably, 
but they're certainly not going to be the worst team in baseball. And at the end of this year, we can say we can confidently say we can look at the direction of the Rockies, the future of the Rockies, and what they have, and go from there. If the Rockies go through this whole season and not spending a bunch of money this offseason, I mean, like I said, they've made deals. They have they have done stuff. But instead of the big commitments on 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 some things, it's a bummer they missed out on the one-year deals. But I'm not bummed that they didn't sign Brandon Nimmo for for a multi-year deal. I'm not really bummed on that because I really want to know what the Rockies have in Sean Bouchard and Zach Veen and Michael Tolia and and Elias Montero. This it's okay for the Rockies to not go all in this year because we need to see what we got before we can do that. Because if you have four pieces that are going to help you get there in your big prospects, you got hopefully Chris Bryant, who's going to be healthy enough and, and consistent enough with the bat that he's going to be a factor there. You got interesting pieces in Ryan McMahon, Jonathan Daza, and with uh, Brendan Rodgers at second base. CJ Crone, of course, the power there. This isn't a team that's not going to do anything. It's just a team that isn't that flashy. And this year, that's okay. It Last year, when you made the big Chris Bryant move, it didn't make any sense lining up with your previous actions and your lack of re-signing your big-name players. This year, refilling your bullpen with veteran arms, trading away a couple of prospects and not extending uh, you know, contracts to players that you've had as utility players for a, year, for a few years, and seeing what we got, that's really the right move for the Rockies. It, it really is. Because there are a lot of teams right now, because they've gone all in, they got to go all in, and they got to win right now. The Rockies, you don't need to win right now. It's, I, I mean, it, it's crazy to say that. But the window isn't open yet for the Rockies. It was, but it's no longer open. So let's build and get ready for the next time that that window opens up again. Take a dive into the live chat here and talk a little bit more about uh, just what was going on in baseball and just kind of my uh, wrapping up my comments here and uh, looking ahead to what we're going to do next on the Locked on Rockies podcast. But did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell, your coworkers can tell, even your parents can tell. Everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Admission. Joel DeGrace in the live chat says, this was such a major roller coaster. I'm glad he's over in the East, at least. Yes, <laughs> at its base level, what this truly means for the Rockies, the Carlos Correa news, the Rockies don't have to deal with Carlos Correa on the Giants. And boy, howdy for us Rockies fans. Great news. The Giants are an infuriating team because 
when you break it down, when you look at it, and when you kind of look at their the things that they're good at and the players that are good on their team, yes, they're great. But then it's just like they're not a flashy team. They often fly under the radar. You're like, how are the Giants doing this? And then on top of it, they just crush the Rockies, have just been the ba- really the bane of the Rockies' existence. It's crazy that the Rockies have played the Dodgers better than the Giants, it feels, lately. Uh, than and then how they play San Francisco. So tough, tough day for San Francisco fans. Furious MMO in the chat says you build after making it to the playoffs. See what made your team fail that year and build on it as in thinking you have a good enough team. That's a great I mean, that's the thing, Furious. The big missed opportunity of Jeff Breidich was the fact that he had the Rockies in the playoffs. He had good enough pitching. He had three major key or four key offensive components he misjudged he miscalculated he misevaluated and alienated the best player I mean again the Rockies chose Jeff Breidich over Nolan Arenado and thus the Rockies chose Jeff Breidich over Nolan Arenado Trevor Story John Gray DJ LeMahieu And that's never going to work out. That's never going to look good. But I tell you, people are going to look at this Giants offseason and be talking about that a lot as uh, as well. Folks, coming up uh, here on the Locked on Rockies podcast uh, tomorrow, we're going to be diving into farm system. We're going to be why it kind of leads in. This idea of the Rockies really going for it with the young guys, really embracing that. And we're going to cross over with Locked On MLB Prospects. Lindsey Crosby going to join us here, and we're going to talk all things prospects on that front because we're going to wrap things up for today's podcast. Going to keep things short, sweet, and easy. want to thank Furious MMO and Joel DeGrace for popping into the live chat, which you can do anytime you'd like by subscribing to Locked On Rockies' YouTube channel. That's why, or that's when you're going to know we go live. You can see when we go live. You can be part of the live chat. You can dive in there and ask your questions live. Get them answered. All sorts of fun. You can also find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Just search Locked on Rockies and you'll be taken to where you need to go. You can find the show on Twitter at LO Rockies. You can find me at Paul Holden 33. You uh, leave a little review. You leave a little follow, a little five star. All that stuff helps the show a ton. But a big superstar player doesn't end up in the NL West and won't torture the Rockies for 12 years. We will take that. But folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. And I am Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.